0: welcome to stage mom podcast a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists today we have dirty rivals dirty rivals is an alternative rock band out of south florida these guys are such nice people and i enjoyed every second of talking to them i love the sound that they're portraying through their music they remind me of a really excellent rock band out of the 90s and i cannot tell you how refreshing that is go check them out on their social media networks and check out their Spotify. They have a great sound that everyone will love. I've got another
1: obsession a confession in my head that I can't seem to give by. It's
2: just another aggression a confession that I can't ever seem to
0: vocalize. Alright, so we have Dirty Rivals. And I just want to go through um jacob and um aunt and nelson have them introduce themselves and what they do in the band so i guess we'll start with jacob jacob's on my, my first on my left
1: yeah my name's jacob um i'm the lead singer and also one of two guitarists in dirty rivals
3: okay um i'm Ant. i play fact bass specifically what is fact bass? Fat. It's spelled P H A T.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm forty six years old. Okay, so, <laughs> but I do know what P H A T. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Nelson. And
4: I'm Nelson, and I play guitar.
0: Okay. All right. And then we're missing Steven right now, who is the drummer. Right. Mm-hmm. A great drummer, by the way. Okay, yeah, so um, when, did when did you guys, guys um, join together? together? Like, when did your band form?
1: Um, so it was a very complicated beginning um, because we started right, like, mm-hmm. literally two weeks before COVID hit. Um, it was me and Steven initially. Um, he had reached out to me on Instagram about forming a band because I had just gone out of a band and he had just gone out of a band. Um, so we jammed together a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, things worked out really well. We met Nelson through a... Like basically music uh Tinder for musicians. I don't know what it's called, I forget, but it's like literally like you swipe it if you see a musician that <laughs> you know. And um yeah, I don't know the name really? I
0: it. didn't even know they had that.
1: I, I don't know this story I didn't know that we met <laughs> Nelson through <laughs> <on laughs> <on laughs>
3: musical <laughs> Tinder. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. We met Nelson through the city. Yeah, no, I was yeah, sitting, sitting at, at the Nelson bar in my bar. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, we call Nelson on musical Tinder. Um and then we started jamming as a three-piece um then we found we've gone through a few bassists um throughout our time but we met ant uh last fall like going into fall um and it had taken so long to really like solidify the lineup of the band just because we were looking for like that perfect fourth member like Mm -hmm. that perfect bassist, and we found ant right so then we really kind of solidified solidified ourselves as a band um and we've been playing together us for for about six months now oh yeah
0: okay so um jacob what band were you in before i'm
1: just wondering curious if i know um we were called at the time 5800 um so we were at 5800 at the uh, time yeah, and they're better okay. strangers now they changed their name but yeah. okay
0: yeah. all right and then steven
1: was in a I band called exodus that
0: is strangers sounds familiar
1: but yeah
0: yes i knew exigent because they would play alongside like a lot of shows with my daughter's band so
1: oh okay awesome what band uh, i I I think i believe believe i've heard cassie yeah i've heard of your daughter's band i forget what
0: my daughter's band um yeah she was she's the drummer for saving harold Okay, sitting so here.
4: Um, they're I'm on really a hiatus
0: about. right now. Max, the bassist, is in um, mm. Berkeley. So my daughter's okay. actually doing a solo thing right now. She's getting ready to release an EP. But just about you guys.
1: Oh wow, that's so. Awesome.
0: Um, anyhow, so Dirty Rivals. Where Where did you come up with the name Dirty Rivals? I always event- imagine that it was you guys were all in different rival bands.
4: Sure, no? <laughs> we could we could go we no, with that. This is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind cool, actually. I think Kinda Steven like just came up with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even It's really a great name.
1: That.
4: Thank you. We think yeah, it's I think, think it even was even like next Steven next came person. up with it and like we were all.
0: <laughs> no, it's a great name. It definitely is a lot to the imagination. So, um, all right. So, if nobody's ever heard of you guys, how would you describe your music?
1: are um, as heavy
4: as commercially possible. I guess would be the best way to put it.
1: Yeah, I would you know, say... Just... I think my mic might be a little having a little latency because I feel like I'm coming in. I hear you. Okay, cool. You um, are, oh, you're good. but
0: it's, it's okay.
1: Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I'd say, kind of like Nelson <laughs> said, um, we're trying to really be as heavy as possible while still kind of going the commercial route. Um, so we like to infuse, infuse a lot of different genres. Um, I'd say our biggest. I'd say we're like hard indie rock, alternative rock. Um, we like bands like The Foo Fighters, Royal Blood, Nothing But Thieves. So kind of along that along that link.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's funny you say that because when I was doing my research on your band, I was listening to you guys, and you actually don't sound anything like what all these other local bands that I've had on to date sound like. And the first thing that came to mind was like, wow, this is really good old school rock. And that's just how it felt to me. Is that what you guys were trying to portray or am I just showing my age?
4: No, definitely. I think that's No, I think that was something we were trying to Yeah, that was something we were trying to do. Like, you know, we didn't we didn't necessarily like wanna just put ourselves right in a genre or something like that. We just kinda mm-hmm. wanted to be in your face kind of but like kind of what Jacob was saying, be melodic still and it just just riffs and just yeah, yeah riff city
0: okay all right so what do you guys feel yeah. is the most challenging project that you've completed so far could you, you um, have three singles out am i wrong do you have more
1: yeah we have three singles um we're gearing up to release uh okay. some more here very soon um but i would say the most challenging i don't know if i'd call it necessarily a project but the most challenging aspect of the band was definitely getting through covid um because it was kind of a blessing in disguise um, because it allowed us to really kind of be creative and figure out things to do that. Like we wouldn't have under different circumstances. Um, we wrote a lot during that period, Mm -hmm. but we couldn't really play shows. So we were actually a band for about a year and a half before we even announced that we were a band. Um, we were just kind of behind the scenes writing, um, trying to record as much as possible. Um, we played one show at loser lounge, um, I think like that halloween but that was really it um so yeah that was it was definitely challenging to navigate that and to try and get through that um but it turned out Mm -hmm. like i said a blessing in disguise because by the time covid had kind of loosened up a little bit we had a lot of material recorded a lot of stuff written and we really just Mm -hmm. once we announced we we just kind of went full force forward and we've just kind of been doing that since and it's been great Yeah.
0: yeah you were smart you took advantage of actually having the COVID, you took advantage of it. Right, a lot right. of bands didn't do that from what I'm hearing through my <laughs> my podcasts here. So um, as far as your um, families, is there any type of musicality in, in your family line? or you guys the start of it? Or is it something you just decided that you wanted to do or?
4: Um, like my aunt does, but no one in my like initial family plays music right. or anything.
3: Right. Um, for me, um, I think I think I'm the the first one who really kind of like took it and ran with it. The only mm-hmm. other person I think in my family who really uh, like did anything musical like with their bodies, I guess, other than like listening to it, uh, mm-hmm. would be my uncle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the one that really introduced me to bands like Metallica and stuff like that like my whole family is a we're a very eclectic a family because my my grandfather uh, speaks no English and he's from Colombia however he really loves disco music like he's super into like the Bee Gees and uh, like dance music too like Labooch I don't know if you've heard of it's i so good I love stuff like that it's amazing um, and yeah my mom was very into 90s rock and rap Mm -hmm. and hip-hop and stuff like that so a lot of influence everywhere however i was the only one who really took it and ran with it very fun i love that idea right yeah
0: yeah yeah if nothing nothing comes from it it's an experience you're never ever going to get anywhere else. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm yeah
0: do you have music in your family jacob
1: um for me it's kind of the same along the same lines as aunt um i my parents were always music lovers. Um, my dad is kind of the one who really introduced me to like rock. Um, I've listened to it growing up. It's really like all I've ever listened to. Um, just like being in the car with my dad, mm-hmm. driving places, we'd always like, have Boston on or Led Zeppelin or somebody. Um, so I kind mm-hmm. of just sprung out from there. Um, as far as music goes, nobody in my family really played music. My dad sang a little bit, um, but I guess okay. I was the first one to kind of do it um my brother does it too he's younger than me right. so both of us kind of i guess are the pioneers of the m- family music i don't know <laughs> right it,
0: yeah. is your does your is your brother in a band as well, well
1: no 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 he just kind of does it as like a hobby no um, he doesn't really want to do anything with music but yeah. he's very very talented he plays piano um, okay. he's one of the best piano players i know um and he sings and plays guitar too wow okay yeah he's very talented which i've always told him like he should totally do something with music but awesome yeah
0: right yeah you wonder why people that are that talented don't move forward with stuff like that at least i do because i can't i i I can't do anything at all like nothing i can't carry a tune i can't nothing nothing at all (laughs) and i admire everything that you guys do because there's no way I, i could ever do it Ever and I I kind of feel like sometimes like I think well, maybe I could learn, but I just feel like when you get older, like I would never hire anybody my age or anything like you just get lazy, your mind gets lazy and I just don't really feel that I'm at the age where I could start learning new things like that. So it's pretty, it's cool that you guys started it younger and ran with it. Thank you. But um, okay, so what is the best advice you feel another musician gave to you guys?
1: Ooh. Hmm. keep at That's it a good one i feel like is the best advice i've ever gotten because there have been many times where i felt like what i was doing had it paid off um especially like kind of doing it my whole life because i've really like been full on with music and being an artist pretty much since i was a kid um and there are a lot of times where i wanted to quit because i just didn't feel like it was paying off or i felt like i saw all these other people getting jobs or i saw all these other people going to regular school because i was homeschooled for a while um and i just wanted to kind of be like Mm -hmm. a normal kid and um
0: right
1: i i had talked to some people about it and they just said if it's what you love to do then just keep doing it and thank god i did because i love where i'm at now and i love the music i'm making and I love the people Mm -hmm. that I make the music with, and I'm really in the best spot I've been in musically. Um, So that's definitely, like, the best advice I've gotten as a musician, for sure, is just to keep at it and just, you know, as cliche as it sounds, don't give up.
0: (laughs) No, but it's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean,
3: uh, harping on, you know, the cliches again, I feel I'm a very strong believer in, like, if you you know have a job that you love you won't work a day in your life and like that that's kind of like something i would love to to strive for is like my music to be something that uh can carry me forward so that i can make money while i sleep because that's really the goal man
4: right yeah it's true Um, For me, I don't know if I have a person that I could directly say gave me advice, but I think, like, you know, something I always heard or anything like that was just kind of, like, make the music you want to make. Like, don't try and, like, put yourself, like, in something that you think, like, you could get big in just because it's popular or, like, you think it could work. Like, just if if you're good at what you love and, like, you know, you make the music that you love, like, it will pan out. Right. But
0: that's true, though. That's kind of, like when you do what you love, it's, you're just going to shine. And, but you must have appreciated me saying what I said earlier Then when I said, you know, you guys are not like everything I've heard from all the other bands. You're doing your own thing and you know, it sounds great. So
1: thank you so much. You're definitely doing that. Thank you. We appreciate that. So
0: what is your ideal collaboration? What musician do you feel you would love to collaborate
1: with? i'll let nelson take this one because nelson has is very strongly opinionated on who he loves as musicians
4: (laughs) and i know exactly for me like you know someone i would love to (laughs) collaborate i would love to collaborate with like um metallica or sevenfold Mm -hmm. yeah those are my two bands that i kind of like you know i ran with and i just it was like instantly just like it was just like it was head turning and just kind of like one of those like epiphany kind of moments right. like whether it was the master of puppets riff or when i heard kind of like the chorus and the beats and the harlot or something like that so even though we're kind of already the same genre like so you can't really like mix but uh-huh. i would love just to play with those guys and see what comes out right yeah i love metallica it's So cool. yeah
0: yeah yeah have you guys ever heard of sucker punch no, yes. not sucker punch. Uh,
1: knuckle. Knuckle punch. Knuckle punch. Yeah.
0: Knuckle. Some, what? It, what it, yeah. Is that what it is? Knuckle, knuckle punch. Pop.
1: Is it knuckle, I pop had, um, knuckle Do punch? they
0: have a song? Oh Lord, I can't remember. <laughs> I had never heard of them, and um I had this band on from New Jersey named "Don't Bite Your Tongue," and they mm-hmm. named their band after a song from that band and oh. something you said made me think of them I don't know it's totally irrelevant <laughs> to anything that we were talking about but um okay so um if you guys could open for any artist who would it be other than Metallica oh we got Steven Yo, sorry hey. 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 <laughs> I couldn't find my phone
3: that's okay it's okay I told you it'd be fun man <laughs>
4: I'm
2: back,
3: <laughs> Steven, We were talking. We about already did it the introduction
0: funny. for you, but this is Steven, the drummer. So I'm Steven. yes. I'm oh. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's always what they say: the party don't start till you walk in, right? Is that I what it, it is? Back. <laughs>
1: back.
0: Now the party is. So, so we're we're not very far in, so you're it's all fine. Okay. Um, I was just asking the band, other than uh, Metallica.
2: What artists they would like to open for. Okay. okay. Um, so. I, mean, uh, I don't know if they've said it already, but like. No, actually
0: guys no guys one answered like the one. question yet.
2: <laughs> uh, Like, Foo Fighters uh, like, are nothing but thieves, probably. That's what I would okay. say. Those are like two of our biggest influences.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would definitely say. Yeah. Shaken um, heads, yeah. Along the, yeah, along the lines. Of Foo Fighters are probably at least they're my favorite band um there's somebody i've looked up to for a long time just mm-hmm. because of like there's not even just their sound but their stage presence like when you see them live they're just like you're mm-hmm. captivated and they play long shows like they played i think when we went to see them they played for three hours straight um and you're just like all in the whole time and i think that's somebody that we really that's something that we really aspire to do is you know not just put on a show but Mm-hmm. um really like give it our all on stage um so i think opening for like somebody like the foo fighters would obviously be a blast um i love royal blood mm-hmm. too so yeah Blood would be awesome for me if uh, I were to pick then not one, to mention man, that let me know you let me know
3: man me know. i got a good one so yeah i yeah, think honestly, yeah, go ahead. opening for coltrane hear me out <laughs> nobody's going to be expecting <laughs> Be they go for a jazz gig, <laughs> and you get a whole bunch of jazz cats there, and they're like, oh, man, let's, "Let's give these dirty rivals guys a chance." <laughs> Boom, we start a fight. Boom, let's go! Fight. Let's Everybody's fight. gonna remember that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: start a
3: whole pit. <laughs> <laughs> genius. smart.
2: That's funny. So,
0: that but you know it's it's funny though that you do mention that because like I have some of my favorite bands, I've. I've They've become my favorite band because they opened for another band. So it's it's like Iron Tom. They're just like, I don't know if you know Iron Tom, but they're like a 10,000 follower band out of California, and they opened for AWOL Nation. Love uh, Iron Tom now. Wow. AWOL Nation, I only found them when they opened for Fallout Boy. So it was like
1: mm.
0: a ripple effect. But back to Dave Brawl. He's such a good guy, too. That's what oh, yeah. makes them like so great yeah. also. I just he's such a downer and it's funny because back in the 90s when i was in high school that song it, oh my god i can't remember the name of it i love the Foo fighters but there's one song that just would get me angry i hated it because of the video where they had the mentos it would drive me crazy and so like that's the biggest joke of my family i hated it i was like this is the dumbest dumbest video i've ever seen in my life
1: and but that's but it's funny because i find
0: myself singing along when it's on the radio but i can't watch that video
1: I oh, don't know why. Yeah. So dumb. Well, they they it's tend so to dumb. do that. That that sounds I think you're thinking of Big Me. Um, but they like it I is think Big Dave Me. Direct, yes.
0: Everybody says it to me
1: after. Yeah. Dave directs a lot of their videos. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. think yeah, he, he cares. So I think he just kind of does whatever he wants. No. <laughs> like they just released a He's movie. He's Dave. Girl.
0: You. He doesn't have to care. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. okay. So if there was one thing you could change in the mu- music industry, what would it be?
1: I would say, um, hmm. I think, see this is kind of a touchy subject. <laughs> because I think a lot of, <laughs> I, I just don't like, how, like, the music industry is almost turned like so big. like, it's, it's so accessible and it's so easy to do everything now, but at the same time it's so hard because you have so many people trying to do the same thing.
4: Um, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I know like 30, 40 years ago the only way to make it was to just hit the road, literally. Like pack stuff up in your van, go play wherever you yeah. could um and that was that was how you did it and now there's just, there's really no definitive way to do it um labels don't really take on bands that don't have followings anymore um they really you mm-hmm. kind of have to build that on your own and in some ways it's a lot easier yeah. to do that because yeah. you have access to social media um like TikTok, instagram yeah. but in some ways it's so much harder because you have fifty hundred thousand bands that are all trying to do the same thing Um, So, I don't know. I wish labels would look at artists more based off of their potential rather than their numbers that they already have, I guess, is what I would say.
0: So, it's funny that you just said the same exact thing that I say in all of my podcasts when I ask that question, because that's exactly how I feel. Like, it's so easy for anybody to get. They don't even have to pay for DistroKid. They could go on SoundCloud. They can get their music out there. It's just so easy, but it's so much harder because there's so many people doing it. It's exactly like you. Almost, I I want to say I, like you were inside my head
4: because that's <laughs> what I
0: say all the time. It's awful. It's awful for you guys that it's it just it's just awful because like back in the day, like Madonna or or anybody yes. back in the day, Guns N' Roses, come on. Yes. So they get someone to, you know. You know, sign them and they're going. That that's it. But nowadays you could have anybody and you're still competing with all these other people that are as far as like producing though, now that I'm on that in my head, do you guys produce your own stuff and record it all Um, yourself? We
1: we work with a guy named uh Brian Kuznets. Um he's actually from a band that's from down here, um, but they're called Fame on Fire. Um, so we work with him on a lot of our stuff. Um we kind of come up with like a lot of the we we songwrite like we write the song for the most part and then we usually take it to brian and he helps us out with like Mm -hmm. just getting those final touches um getting stuff in if we need like a lead part or something um so it's kind of a mix um of like us and it's more like collaboration between us and him um but yeah he helps us out a lot with our stuff And he's great. He's fantastic.
0: So how would you describe your songwriting process? Like, is there one writer in it? Like, how do do you guys do that, being that there's four of you?
2: We all kind of contribute. It kind of comes up. No, go ahead.
4: (laughs) No, you're good, dude.
2: (laughs) We all kind of contribute in our own way, you know? Yeah. I think usually it's typically... I think for, for most bands, it's like the guitarist and the lead singer usually write a lot of the parts. And um, mm-hmm. Jacob and Nelson do like write a lot of different, a lot of the core stuff. And then me and aunt kind of lay down on the know, floor that's needed for the on song. The everything that's left, you know, <laughs> and just like structure stuff. We all kind of come together and throw our own ideas in and right. changes and stuff like that.
4: Right. It's a, very, it's a very collaborative effort. Yeah, it can happen a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, Jacob will come up with something and then or I'll come up with something or then, you know, like, I'll just bring just the rift to the table and then we just jam it out or sometimes like, um, you know, we'll have a part and then like Steven will be like, hey, I got this drum fill and we figure out how to put the drum fill in there. And then it turns out, you know, to be this whole other part. So it could really come in any way, shape or form. Right. Okay. You know, there's no real ego in it. It's just kind of like if we think it's sick, it's sick. Like.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So what do you guys feel was your worst performance to date?
1: <laughs> um, definitely. I, I think
0: you guys are all thinking of the same one. Well, we
2: are. I don't yeah. know. 100%. I think, I, think yeah. I think for me it was it was our last show cuz I broke a kick drum head. <laughs> so just for me. Oh no. Yeah, for me personally like I didn't have a kick drum so it was just like way off. For me oh no see but, but i think uh, i
1: think with that show we still think, like it was, was kind of cool pull to it off. A bit, and we made it we made it work it didn't sound great but we made it work um mm-hmm. right for me it was probably honestly our our release show um just because i think there were a lot of nerves there and we weren't really expecting the turnout that we got um because it was literally right. this was like two weeks after we had announced as a band um, and TV show and it w- it was insane. Um, like there were uh, so many people there and we just didn't expect it. And I think the nerves were high. And we were talking with a lot of other really good bands, and I think we were very critical of ourselves that night. But honestly, if there was a time yeah. to to improve, it was then because we've only gotten better since then and. Um, it's it's really helped yeah. us kind of realize where we need to work, you know. And we built mm-hmm. on that. I think it I think it helped us a lot. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So as far as the local scene goes, how do you guys feel about the local scene in South Florida? Hey
3: man, can we get have you guys more ever been a part venues? of the local scene
0: anywhere else? No.
3: Right, no. yeah. Can we get more venues though? And can more, more venues, though? venues that allow <laughs> people that are under <laughs> twenty one? Because what is with the deal man? There's in in South because I live in Miami and in this area there's right. literally like one person doing a very very cool very very DIY like show in like a warehouse. And
1: is that Hotbox? Exactly,
3: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm actually doing yeah. a Hotbox uh next month I think. But Flip Flipper, yeah. uh, they are doing such a fantastic job there. Like putting in so much work, having that be honestly like one of the only yeah. working venues in South Miami right now. Honestly, um, but yeah, yeah if we can have more venues. any yeah. great. Yeah. things. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> we're on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I talked to Flip about doing my event that you guys are going to be a part of, but. Um, he didn't have the date when i wanted it he didn't have the date available and i also wanted to do with i wanted to give everybody that i had you know on my podcast today or scheduled like you guys the opportunity to be a part of it and i had no idea there was going to be so many people that wanted to be a part of it but um yeah yeah it's it's awesome that's exciting
1: we're excited to do it for sure
0: but that's what I was looking for was a place for for all ages. So that's why I was like, Oh, water ale, because I mean, they have a good clientele like, and they've now covered the garden area. And you know, so if it rains, it won't be bad. And they've got a huge parking lot for, you know, sometimes they expand to there. And like I said, it's all ages. So that's what my main thing was something that is open long hours of one day. So I could fit everybody in and the um, all ages thing. And you can bring your dog, too, if you
3: want. Oh, 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 nice. oh nice. nice.
0: I have to bring yeah. that out. Nice. That's always exciting. <laughs> so, oh. do you guys have any favorite local bands?
4: Favorite local bands?
2: Um... Able. I like I the those those I just saw them recently.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with Goat Rope. Goat Rope.
2: Um. <laughs> Hashtag, the Lake Worth scene. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lake Worth, okay. Audio Crisis is pretty big. They're really fun to watch, if you've ever seen them live. Okay. They're, I think I've seen them once. They're really fun to watch. Really fun they to watch. engage the crowd in a completely yeah. different way. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of yeah. those bands are really fun to watch.
3: Um, for mm-hmm.
2: me, in South Florida, the ones that I,
3: I really, really love, uh, I recently just saw them at the Hotbox Frog show, Mercy, Go Crazy. Um, you actually had uh, Corazon Rabioso on, I think, the other day. Yes, I, what a fun I group. love them. Pierre, I, I went to um, college with Pierre. So that's like my boy right there. They are so fun. They're a great, great, great group. But there's a lot of cool uh, Florida bands. Like uh, uh, Creature Cage is really good. uh, The Creature Creature Cage. um,
0: Yeah, Creature Cage comes out on Friday.
3: Mold. Man, Mold mold. goes crazy. Very, very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, there's just so many. It's so good. I really love the music scene. It's
0: so
2: good. I really love the music
0: scene. It's a great Mm -hmm. one, I think. Yeah, so many very talented musicians here. It's insane.
1: Yeah, I think it's really really expanded and grown over the past few years, too. um, I think in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Because when I was doing stuff, like, four years ago with my my old band, it was kind of hard to get shows like we are now, just because everything in Miami was, like, I mean, it still obviously is very club-oriented, but I think there is a growing rock scene. Mm -hmm. um, And I think now is a really good time to be a band in Miami, and at least in South Florida, um, just Mm -hmm. because I think, there's a lot of really cool bands that are all really willing to play really cool gigs with mm-hmm. each other, uh, put on these really cool, like, even if they're like DIY, they're like still some of the like sickest shows I've ever seen. So Yeah. And people really travel cool. like insane yeah.
3: amounts, honestly, to, uh, to just play a show with like each other. Like it's, it's insane how, like, yeah. how willing people from like Orlando are to come to Miami and play a show. Like, yeah, man, we just want to play yeah. music. Like, Oh, okay. Play music very interesting i love that yeah
0: Yeah, i love that too i really do and i love like well i haven't been in a while but when my daughter's band would play those shows i would i just loved going and watching all the different bands and the different genres and and i would sit and get to know them all then that's how i became like young fiction boys they're like my sons (laughs) and uh like i would trust them with my nine-year-old so like they're they're good guys But that's how I met them was through doing that. And they're just yeah. So, I mean, you guys, you guys definitely have a good opportunity in South Florida right now to get known as a band, I feel.
1: Yeah, now's the time for sure. Thank Thank you. you.
0: So do you have any favorite venues other than hot box now? I mean, I know that that but that is like all over social media
3: now. I miss
2: Churchill's Pub. I
3: miss Churchill's Pub.
2: Mm -hmm. It's coming back. I think
1: I hope so.
3: Hopefully they clean the bathroom.
1: Doubt it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love I love Churchills, I love Gramps. Um mm-hmm. I love Culture Room, that's a little bigger. Um yeah, obviously culture room culture is a so so cool. crazy yeah. um Revolution. Uh we you guys are play playing
0: Poor House th- coming up, right? Right? Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, we yeah. have Poor House on so. the second. when um, I don't there. know if, I'm excited. If you've it heard of really cool. uh,
3: Naomi's Naomi's, yeah. Naomi's yeah. garden, garden it's uh, it's in little haiti it's a little it's, obscure okay. but it's it's a uh, very cozy like uh, very haitian cozy. spot where they sell uh homemade food and like drinks uh it's very very cozy there yeah, like they usually do beautiful. stuff at night so they have like very beautiful lighting very um beautiful. Lighting. yes <laughs> uh, yes that's
1: a very cute venue We played a place right. called OnStage Studios. Do so you guys um, have a
0: dream venue that you want to play at?
1: Where's... A lot is that in Sunrise? OnStage on 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 stage on stage on Studios? OnStage Studios?
2: No, that's oh, 10. OnStage Studios is in Boca.
0: Okay. Yeah. I haven't been there.
2: We just played yeah. there. It was pretty sick. Yeah, that's where I broke yeah. the kick drum head.
4: Really? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Yeah, just... <laughs>
4: three songs
0: Rock and, and it gone oh <laughs> my god <laughs> oh man that's what i'm so terrified about for my show because um i'm i'm doing 15 minutes between each band you guys will find that out but um my daughter i i convinced her to let me just use her drum set so that We don't have to do switchovers. I mean, obviously if a drummer wants to like Steven, if you wanted to use your drum set and we could get it done in 15 minutes, I have no problem with that. I just was feeling overwhelmed and stressed that we were going to be late because I'm literally booked to the second that they close. So, um. But I was like, should I, should I get some new heads, like just in case? And she's like, no, it's gonna be fine. And I'm like, now you tell me this. I'm
2: wondering if it's like I mean, a sign that usually, I should be calling Sweetwater tomorrow. Usually, they a kick drum head is like the last thing to break. And okay, it just All was right. I don't I don't know. It was just that night. It's just time. We just met you were for having it. too much fun. It was just meant for it. was meant to break. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I—I I mean, usually people don't even switch out their heads when they're backlining. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I don't think it's that something yeah. to really be super worried about. But like anything right. can happen to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: and, and that's me—that I'm that person.
2: So, <laughs> so I might just have to just I'll,
0: just so I have peace of mind knowing we got something there in case something happens. I'll bring so. a, I'll
2: bring an extra kick drum head. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if one's broken, we know who did it. Yeah. All right, so as far as your dream venue, what's your dream venue, like, where you feel that you've accomplished something?
2: I feel like at least the ones that we've named, probably like, yeah, like Revolution or Culture Room, we, at that point, we know, like, okay, like, you have to have done something right to get into these venues. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You guys haven't played Revolution yet?
2: No. No. Okay.
0: Well, hopefully, because that's what the fan favorite of my show—they get a spot Let's at Revolution go. Live. Yeah. The- Let's go. So bring your friends out. The voting will be on site, not
1: online. Oh, all right. So we'll bring the entourage. You have to bring the Nelson Posse. The dogs,
0: the cats, the kids—it's all ages. <laughs> you bring <them>
1: all. <laughs> do
2: pets get a vote? What's that? Do pats? the pets get a vote?
0: Hey, they're there.
4: I'll let them vote.
0: Okay, so I'm going to move on to the next segment here, um, just to get to know you as people. Um, and I'll just choose a couple because I know that Jacob has class, and we're all for school, Cheers. even though it's getting in the way of our
1: podcast. I'm not, I'm not even. No, I'm just,
0: just
1: getting gaslighted into going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as, as, uh, all, right, all right, so. so- I don't know whoever wants to answer this, whoever jumps at it first, but what's the most trouble you've ever gotten into?
2: Well, which ones on? jump, who's the most troublemaker of the band? And then you can answer the question. I feel like Nelson, They're probably. Like um, Nelson has the most stories.
4: <laughs> it's more like, do I want to say the most trouble? Or? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess... For me, most trouble I've ever been in. Um, uh, I got caught smoking pot on my brother's I'm uh, not my brother, my uh roommate's uh birthday in college. Yeah. Who did you
0: get caught by?
4: Uh scuba Steve, man. He was a security guard. <laughs> I went to this small school in Indiana. And oh, just, Scuba S- Steve was just a devil. And like, he just like he had <laughs> nothing else better to do, so like, like he was just <laughs> stupid
0: scuba steve
4: (laughs) scuba steve the worst
0: (laughs) so what happened to you did he call your parents what
4: so the funny story about it is that like so i was playing ball at the time too so like i was in more trouble with my coach but um what happened was my school shut down so like i told him not to send the the letter because i wanted to go home and tell my parents first like in person Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then my school was shutting down so like it never got put on record or anything and then they ended up sending the like never sending the letter so i'm like so i never had to send anything or oh. say anything like i could have just put this under the rug and nothing would have ever happened
0: oh my god <laughs> 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 oh man all right so group question do you guys have significant others
3: me yes. myself and i yes, yes. and yes. my base yes yeah, right
2: Aunt is the single is the single man. Okay. I make love to my base. He's a
3: single power.
1: <laughs>
0: so anyone can answer. If you had the choice of two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose?
3: Flying, because I'm already invisible Definitely. sometimes, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Might as well. It's it's just got
3: the. Jokes I feel like
2: I'd wanna I'd wanna be able to be invisible sometimes. Just like I would love in, to playing. be invisible. Just like yeah, a, I think flying, because you
1: could just have dip. fun paying gas. <laughs> you see yeah. you
2: just dip.
1: <laughs> Anytime you're in an awkward Peace. situation, you can just like just take off. Just, just like disappear. Yeah.
4: Especially with gas prices today. Like flying For straight. real, right? Oh, oh my god. <laughs>
2: that's like, that's a good point. <laughs>
4: right.
0: So what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in front of someone you liked?
1: Ooh. Um a lot I don't know. a lot of moments I'm
4: trying to think um so i guess for me it would be my current girlfriend now like i had to grab this ladder and like this big ladder to like get us over the thing and it was raining and i was trying to be cool and it was this big heavy ladder so i'm like, gonna <laughs> lift it all by myself and i like <laughs> put it on the thing and it was like Hitting the electric wire and everyone was like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. And I was like, yeah, I totally knew I was doing that, but like, do that. <laughs> that is so funny.
0: Okay, so I know that, Jacob, you got to go. So we'll just skip on to um, what's next for the band? What is it that you have planned? I know you have Poor House coming up.
1: Yeah, what else we do have, you guys have, we have um, Poor House coming up on the 2nd uh we have a show with backroom sessions um in mid-april i want to say it's the 16th um and then we're also gearing up to release some new music here the next couple months uh we got a music video coming very soon um we got a lot of stuff coming up oh cool uh we're trying to book some more shows throughout the summer okay um trying to get a little bit more across the state um so we're kind of looking outside of um south florida too um so lots of stuff just kind of all around the board um just trying to get content out honestly Right.
0: okay do you guys have merch for purchase
1: we don't have merch for purchase right now um we do have merch we're just trying kind of trying to solidify and finalize it um before we start selling it um but Mm -hmm. it is made we just we just need to get some final things going on we're going to put it up all on our website and stuff and we should have it out by the summer for sure um for sale and stuff okay yeah
0: all right so um if there was one thing that you could tell your fans like if there was a message you would want to get through to them what would it be
1: long live rock and roll
4: what i would say yeah we're coming in hot <laughs> do what makes I'm you happy, happy. Um, <laughs> i
3: would just say, makes you happy
4: that's that one yes. yeah there you go
0: <laughs> all right well i was i really enjoyed talking to you guys i wish we had longer but i understand we have school well,
1: i mean and, I, I, I have um, to but, dip, but if you guys if you guys want to keep talking you guys can keep talking see you guys i
0: first. mean i could talk forever i'm but you guys are <laughs> guys i know guys are much less fewer <laughs> words than women so <laughs> <laughs>
4: It doesn't matter to me if Steven and Ann are feeling it um,
3: for it. Unfortunately, I have to start driving to Boca. <laughs>
2: oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, that's true. That's yeah, very true. And Ant lives in, like an hour and a half away. No, you just love to travel for music,
3: man.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> aunt, we appreciate it. Aunt, aunt, you're a trooper, man. All right,
0: well that's cool. Yeah, it's appreciate fine. Aunt. No, I appreciate your time, you guys. And, yes,
4: thank um, you so can't much. Can't wait to see uh, you live.
0: I'm excited yeah, about thanks that. Thanks for
4: having us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. No,
0: I really appreciate you guys. And um, have a good night at school, and have fun rehearsing. Bye bye. Thank,
3: thank you. Thank you. Thank and you, you drive safe, so mom. Bye, bye, bye guys. Bye. bye.
0: Thank you.
4: Take care. Yes. <laughs> bye, mom. <laughs> bye. <laughs> it's just it ever seems to vocalize